0: The Mishnah says, that if you have a, a, a candle that's burning, a light that's burning, you can't put a plate under it. If the plate was under there, from you, in other words, you can put the plate under the Nair before, before Shabbat starts. There's nothing inherently wrong with a plate being under the Nair. The problem is putting a Klee, taking a perfectly good Usable cle on Shabbos and sticking it under the nair, Rashi brings two reasons, which are, b- are both going to be discussed in the Gemara. The number one, one number one reason is Bashabas, el davar that a cle, a, a use a that's mutter to take on Shabbos. You're only allowed to take it. You're only allowed to use it in as much as you're using it for something that is able to be itself carried on Shabbos. So the shem and shebenair. Right, it's not really the shemen is designated for the candle. It's not mutter, That shemen is usser to use on Shabbos, and therefore you're not allowed to take a kli on Shabbos to use for something that is usser on Shabbos. That's one reason. The other one is R- Rashi says that since this shemen that will leak out of the candle is usser, and we'll see why. Since that's usser. You are by putting, by taking the, the plate or Kli and putting it under the candle, you're now making, you're rendering this Kli unusable for the rest of Shabbos. And therefore, um, it, you are being mavato the Kli mehechana. You are being mavato the Kli from being able to be used. And um, that, is, that is the issue here. The ain ne oy mimenu, the Mishnah. And you cannot have any benefit from the Shemen, right? Like we said. And that's why, at least according to the second reason we said in Rashi, that ain Kli. Uh, uh, that this shemen is is not allowed to be used, and there's is three possible reasons given for why the shemen can't be used. Either because it's set aside for the mitzvah of ner shabbos, we're talking about a ner that was uh, um, um, lit for for shabbos candles, or it's hooked surai, okay? Meaning it's user the ner a lit candle is usher. We'll see, we'll see uh, on the next Daphim, the coming dafim, we'll see that it, a, a lit candle is going to be usher even according to Shimon. Um, and the third is it's a busis to the shalheves, that the, 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 the flame is definitely a davar asr, and the shaman itself is a busis le davar ha-asr. Okay? It's, it's a pledge, so to speak, to something that's asr. But either way, even, and we're going to see, we're gonna see um, on tomorrow's daf, that Ein neyes, this is even in Rib Shimon. The Rib Shimon's going to agree you cannot have Hana from the shaman. The fish ain't a Muhan, muchan because it is not muchan, it's not prepared, it's not something that is available to be used on Shabbos. So now the Gemara we're going to discuss today is going to discuss the first part of the Mishnah. Umar Ravchista Ravchista says, ein Umru, the beit Even though we say that you may not place a klee under a, a a hen, okay, a chicken, too that's gonna to lay an egg, you can't put a klee there to make sure that the egg does not drop on the ground. Abu Kaifa la clee. After the chicken lays the egg, you can take, let's say, a bowl and put it on top of the egg. Kedeishalaytishaver, so that to guard, let's say, it's going to lay its egg in the middle of the middle of the street. So people are walking in the street; they're going to step on the egg. So you can, you may place a kli, or it's not a street, it's somewhere somewhere where you are allowed to be metal to the kli. You are allowed to take a kli, even though the egg itself is muktzah, right? An egg that's noilad, it's born on Shabbos; it's going to be muktzah. You are allowed to take a kli and cover it. Amar Rabba, Rabba is coming to explain Rav Chista, my time at the Rav Chista, what's the reason? Savar he holds, asu ba'ashba, that a chicken normally will lay an egg near, in the, ba'ashba, in the garbage dump, right? In other words, it'll lay an egg anywhere. However, a chicken does not lay an egg in a slanty area. It doesn't normally, in, an, in a place that's on an incline. Okay, and the Hatsala Matsuya Hitsiru, that we allowed you to take a Klee for a Hatsala Matsuya to save something that is normally occurs. Something that doesn't normally occur, we won't allow you to take an egg. So there's a lot going on here. So basically, what we're saying is like this So when a chicken lays an egg, the only reason you would want to place the plate, why would you want to place a cleat under the egg? That's because the egg, that we see that the chicken is going to go ahead and lay the egg. In a place where the egg will roll. So therefore, we say the person wants to take a flat, let's say a flat plate and or a bowl and put it under the chicken so that he'll lay the egg into the bowl and the egg won't roll down. But since that's not a normal occurrence, what we're saying is, and we alluded to this in the first reason of the Mishnah, the reason why you cannot take a plate, we said, one of the reasons we said, was enkli elitzer davarhanito that a kli can only be taken for something that is mutter letalto, that it itself can be carried. So since here the egg is usr, it's noila, the egg born on Shabbos is usr to a person to take, therefore one may not take a kli to protect this egg, except, says Rav Chissa, except for one exception, if it is what we call a hatsala, hatsala mitsuya. If it's something that's a normal occurrence, and I guess the logic here is, is that Since you believe it's something that could normally occur, so you would subconsciously have in mind that if on Shabbos something that would normally occur, chickens lay eggs, um, and since they would normally lay an egg on a flat area, so I would have in mind that, yeah, this Klee, maybe the salad bowl that I have, really, I really would normally, my normal usage would be for salad, but I'd also somewhat have in mind that if my chicken laid an egg, I could take this bowl and lay it over that egg, even though that egg is uh, ussar on Shabbos. So you're having it somewhat in mind. But, like we see, the case of where the chicken, uh, where you want to place the the bowl under the chicken so that it lays the egg into the bowl. Why? Because the chicken, we're afraid the chicken is going to lay an egg on an incline where the egg will roll away, which you don't want to happen. That's not a normal occurrence, and therefore you can't take it for that. So too, Rashi speaks out that in our case, that... um, Shemen dripping out of a nair is not a normal occurrence. When you light a nair, when you light a candle, a lamp on Shabbos, you don't assume the shemen is going to leak out. And therefore, since it was not in mind, so too, just like it's ushered a place in Rav Chistah, the way is explaining Rav Chista, just like it's ushered a place, a plate, under a chicken in a situation that's not normal, meaning the chicken on an incline, so too, you cannot put a clee under the lamp to be the shemen because it's not normal that the shemen would drip out on Shabbos. Abaya. Abaya, asks, really? We did not allow you to take a kli for something that is not a m- mitsuya, normal, uh, usual uh, saving. We wouldn't allow you to take a kli for you have an embrace, it says, Nishv'olei chavish shel tevel, B'roish if you had a barrel of tevel, and it broke, okay, B'roish maybe kli yomaniach takhtaha, you can take the kli and put it under the barrel of tevel, wine, let's say. So the Gemara, right, so if so, it's not normal, just like it's not normal for a lamp to leak oil, it's not really normal for a barrel to leak wine. So you, therefore, it should not be considered at lo So why, according to the way Rabbis explaining Rav why are you allowed to take a kli and put it under this barrel? So the Gemara says, we're talking about a new barrel. It is normal that it breaks. So, and we're going to have this probably for the next six RIAs, Um, something we have to really, in our world, I think, in in those days, uh, the manufacturing processes, the QA, the quality assurance around the manufacturing processes was probably not uh, as standardized. And therefore, whereas we would commonly think that something that's newer is in better working order and the older it gets, the less uh, it works, in those days... It was the other way. Since the manufacturing processes were not necessarily as defined, if it was new, then it wasn't tried and true. And therefore, barrels that were new, who says they're going to work and protect the wine? So if it's a new barrel, it's somewhat normal that a new barrel, a newly manufactured barrel, would actually spring a leak. It's the old barrels that we know that have been used before that are going to be fine. So what we're saying is, it's a new barrel. It's shchiach the pucky. It's normal that it would burst because it hasn't been tried yet. So maybe it wasn't manufactured correctly, and it's somewhat of a, a, a common occurrence. And therefore, y- you can take a clee for a leak that springs off a new barrel. You had a new barrel of wine. Somewhere, subconsciously, you might be thinking that it could spring a leak. We have another. kasha. From a Bryson. You're saying you cannot put a clee to makabel the oil that drips out, I we're saying, we have a price that says, you may take a klee to be makabal and it says us the sparks, the sparks that come off the klee. So, it's normal for a candle, candle or a light to emit sparks, and therefore, it is, um, like Rav Chista says, like Rob explained Rav Chista, that you can take a clee for something that's considered a hatzala mitsuya. A you may uh, put a plate a, a plate on top of a candle, that the flame should not ignite, they shouldn't leap up to the beams on the ceiling. Okay, so I, that's, that can't be considered a normal occurrence, otherwise nobody would have houses. So, the Gemara says, not also, we're talking about a very, very short house, right, low roofs, The that in those houses it is somewhat shchiach, and therefore... You're taking the Klee. This is something that's considered a hatsala Mitsuya. It is a common occurrence of, of, of where you would need a Klee to save. Khain, okay, V'itra in the Gemara. The Gemara is continuing to ask V'chein Kurish and Nishbara. Also a beam on a roof that's broken. S'ayim Khena Yisrael B'Safsel. You can support it with a bench or a Ruch or a bedpost. Okay, so again, it's, it shouldn't be normal for a, a beam to break. So, you wouldn't have had it in mind. So, why are you allowed to t- take a clea to support that? But our answer is also, again, big shuri chadati. We're talking about a new beam. It's a new beam. And, like we said, new does not mean that it works well. New means that it was, ne- never, uh, it was never confirmed that it c- I could actually perform as, uh, as it's supposed to. And therefore, you do have it somewhat in mind that uh, you might need to take a Kli on Shabbos, you might need to take a Kli to support it. David, the pucky it's normal, but a new beam, to the Paki, it can burst, in other words, the new beams break. Fractal Gemara, we see that you can take a Kli, and you can put it under a leak in the roof. You take a bucket and put it under a leaky roof, and that, again, shouldn't be... Normal. The answer is again, we're talking about a new house, the shchichi the dalfi. It is somewhat normal that it would spring a leak, and therefore, and therefore, um, you are able to take like like Rob explained in Khista, You are able to take a kli um, for a what's called a hatsala mitsuya for a normal occurrence. You would be able to take a kli for, and that again is. I just want to make sure that the, the, the hatsala has really nothing to do with the other than that That's the Siba why it would be ever, ever be used. Correct. It's, it's we're, we're really bringing Rav Chista for the the other side of it, which is you can't take a kli, you can't take a kli for something that isn't a, a, for something that isn't a hatsala Matsuya. And our Mishnah is a case of so in other words, and that is the first reason we explain we read the Mishnah is, in <laughs> kli and since Rav Chista holds that you cannot take and that. Since, I'm sorry, since it's something that can't be taken on Shabbos, like the oil in the candle, okay? And since it's not normal, like that's a little knesh that we said in Rav Chista, this is not normal for a, a candle or a lamp to spring a leak. so therefore, you didn't have it in mind, therefore you can't take the plate for that. Rav Yisif Amar. Rav comes, a different reason. So that was the way Rabbah explained Rav Chista, that the reason why, and Rav Chista again was talking about putting a plate on top of an egg, but not under an egg. Oh, I'm sorry, on top of an egg that a chicken laid, but not under the chicken before it lays the egg. Um, Rav, Ch- Rav Yesev has another reason in Rav Chista. He says, And this was the second reason we brought in our Mishnah. The problem with taking a kli and putting it under a chicken is the chicken's going to go ahead and lay the egg. The egg is oser and tiltal, it's noilad, And therefore, you may no longer take the plate. So you are basically abolishing the, the uh, availability of that kli on Shabbos, and that's the problem here. As opposed to if the kli goes on top of the egg, you can just pick up the kli at any point. So And therefore, and, he, and, and that's how we would explain our mission. that's the second reason. The second reason our mission was that you can't be mevatel kli by Echanah, the shemen that drips out of the nair is going to be ulcer, and therefore you can't put a kli under the to through makabel to catch the shemen, because the shemen's ulcer, and therefore the kli will then become mevato. He's not going to bring the same questions. A barrel of tevel that broke, maybe That it's tevel. Tevel may not be eaten. Tevel is um, fruits that, let's say, Trumo was not taken off of it. So here we're saying maybe The Bryce says you can take a clei. I, if you can't eat it, it should be mukta And by by using this plate to catch the wine that's leaking from the barrel, you're now being mevatel, the kli me'echanai. You can no longer use this kli on Shabbos. So Gemara answers, Amar leh, Tebel ate all Shabbos. Tebel is in fact muchen. You, you you, were wrong. You thought that because it's usher to eat, it's not considered muchen. Why? Shem of v'taknu that if somebody did go ahead and take Truman on Shabbos, it's usher di'rabanon, to take truma off of your tevel on Shabbos, but if you went ahead and did it, it would be mucher to eat, and therefore, the let's say wine in this barrel is considered muhan. it's considered somewhat available to use on Shabbos, even though it's usher to take truma. If somebody went, went, went ahead and took the truma, it would now become basukhan, it would become perfectly fine stuff, uh, perfectly fine wine, and it would be drinkable, and therefore it's mukhan for Shabbos. Affecting tomorrow on the next, the next Shiloh. is going to be a repeat of the Shilos we had. So the sparks are going to be mukta, right? And it's Noilad, right? Again, it's going to be mukta. And they land on this Kli. How are you allowed to put a Kli under the Nitzaitzis? You are being Mavato the Kli Mehechana. You're now rendering that Kli unavailable to use on Shabbos. No, again, by Nitzaitzis don't have anything, right? They extinguish, the sparks go out, and there's nothing left. And therefore, they would, in fact, not be mavatol if you went ahead and took a kli and put it under the lamp. And the sparks, uh, you know, to catch the sparks, and once the sparks went out, you would still be able to use the kli. V'chein, frek the Okay, next question. V'chein, kareh A beam that was broken, Saim chana You may support it with a bench, or a bedpost. So right? And therefore, we see that what you are now being mavatled. If you're using it to support your broken beam, using this cleat to support your broken beam, it is no longer going to be usable on Chapas. So the Gemara says, when I said broken, I didn't really mean broken. It's the roughy. It's weakened. I see that it's about to break. D-boy So I go ahead and I put a bedpost or a bench under this beam to support it. But you know, so that it doesn't break, but I could actually take it if I wanted to. Okay, and that's how we're going to solve that problem. Frech de Gemara, again, you may take a bucket and put it under a leak in the roof. On Shabbos, I, again, we have a problem here. The water, we're assuming at this point that the water is not usable. You have no purpose of the water. So, how are you allowed to be And since it's not usable, it's it would be muktzah on Shabbos, and since it's muktzah, how are you allowed to you be mivatil using the kli mivatil kli So the Gemara says that it's rainwater that is drinkable; it's potable water. You can drink it, and therefore um, you you are not rendering the kli unusable on Shabbos. For the Gemara, we have from the Gemara Daf Kuf Chavches hasal You may turn over a basket in front of the chicks, so afroichin are right, baby chicks, the, the, right, that are born on, that are, that are now moktza on Shabbos. So the chicks themselves are moktza. But we say you can turn over a basket for them to use. They're not able to fly yet. So you can, they use it as a step. Right, so kofen just so they can go up and down out of the coop. They can't fly out of the coop because they're too, they, don't, they haven't uh, developed wings. They don't know how to fly yet. So you put you turn over a basket, I uh, you be mmato you are now using a Kli, and something that is mukta is going is going on this Kli. So Gamara says, he holds that it's mutter to um it's mutter to uh be the um uh <coughs> the the klee, the sow. I frack the gmar batanya also talking uh, I, we said that it's Aser to use this Kli once you turn it over and it's, you made it into a step for the Ephraichim, It's Aser. So the Mara says, No, it's only Aser when the Efraichim when the are still on it. And therefore, when you go ahead and you turn it over and allow the chicks to use it as a step, you're not being mevatol it for its entirety. It's just temporary. And therefore, you're not being mavatul mei ayon Shabbos. Tanya, us, or I, we have a Bryce that specifically says, even when the Efrachim, the chicks, are not on top of this sal, this turned over kli, it's still going to be usr on Shabbos. So we see that by turning it over, you are mevatokli mehechanoi. And we say that you are able to do it on Shabbos. So we see you are able to mevatokli mehechanoi. We're talking about, it's a very specific case that that price has said it's usr. The only time it's usr is... When when the um, Ephraim, the, the, the chicks were on it called banhas, the entire banmashas, and we have a rule that's going to come up many, many times throughout Shas, Migudis that when something became muktzah on the entire banashmashas, if it was muktzah meaning if there was a chick on this sal, the entire banashmashas, that is the case in which the sal, the Kli that's used as a step, is going to be user. But no, that's the only case when we said also That's what that brisa was talking about. But in a normal case where you turn over a sal so that the Ephraim are you, you, or the chicks can use it as a step, it would not be usher the entire Shabbos if you turned it over either on Shabbos or only for part of. They were only on the Ephraim were only on the sal were on this uh, step for part of bina shmoshes. Then it wouldn't in fact be usher, and it's not being it's not called being mevatokli meyachanay. Okay, and that's Rav Yisus Shita. So now we, we asked all these questions on it. So again, we have our two shitas over here. We have Shita number one, according to Rav Re- 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 Chista, explaining the Mishnah why you may not put a kli under the sheman that drips out of the nair is because ain kli elo You can only take a kli for something that. Is able to be taken on Shabbos, which we said we brought down the case of the chicken laying the egg. That there's an exception for hatsala Matsuya. If it's something that normally occurs, then we will still allow you to take the kli for that. Okay. And Rabbi Yisuf held that the reason why you may not take a kli and put it under the shemen is because you're being mavato kli You're now rendering that kli unusable for the rest of Shabbos. Amr of Yitzchak, Now Rabbi Yitzchak's going to go. He's going to argue on Raba. Uh, he's going to argue on Rav Chista, That which Rav Chista said that. You are allowed to put a clee – you can't put a clee under the chicken so that it lays the egg onto the clee because that's not – we said Hatsolo Matsuya because you would only be doing that uh, because you're concerned that the egg would w- – the, the, the chicken would lay an egg on, a, on an incline and the egg would roll away and that's not – we said that's not Matsuya. That's not normal. But um, we said that according to Rav Chista, Rav explained Rav Chista that you can. Rav Chista said you can take a kli and put it on top of an egg. To which Rav, Rav Yitzchok is going to argue. Rav Yitzchok, kishem Just like you are not able to put a kli under tanakolas a beit sasa, So too, you may not put a kli on top of it at all. Kasevare, ein kli nitol. A kli cannot be taken nitl and that, and this is the more pure uh, reason that was given that a kli can only be taken for something that is neto b'shabes, even if it is Hatsala HaMetsuya. Rav Chista agreed to this as well, except he had, he had an out. He had a clause that said, if it's Hatzal HaMetsuya, then you can't take it. Rav Yitzchak holds, no, it's not true. That even if it's Hatzal HaMetsuya, still, the kli can only be taken for the purpose of something that is allowed to be taken on Shabbos. Both an egg is not allowed to be taken on Shabbos because it's noilat, and the shemen shebener, which is usher, it's muktzah. We had we gave three reasons potentially why it's usher: either it's hooked it's huks on mitzvah, it's huxul to iser, or it's a to the flames, to the shalheves. So one of those three reasons, either way, but either way, the shemen is definitely mukta, and therefore you can't take a cle to be makabal the shemen. Mei svekolhani to I, we. We asked all these questions, right? We said, uh, khawish al-tabal and nafsan qita hasaneh, the kambudinisitis and kurashanishbara and we had nafsan qita hasadelaf and kaifana salafna fikum. So how are we going to answer all those? How are we going to say that you're allowed to take a qlee if in all those cases it's muktah? Imam says, "Fashani bitarakh lam That we can answer all those questions. We don't uh, re-list all the questions. We say we can answer all them by tzarich lemekaimai, meaning that you needed. Let's say, for instance, let's take the, the example of the the roof, where the beam was broken. So the beam is broken or is, is weak and it's going to break. So let's say you want to take a bench. Now, really, you don't. What we're saying and the Gemara is answering is you don't want to take that bench in order to support the roof. You want to take that bench because. You need that area. The bench is sitting on an area that, uh, that you need. You know, do you want to you eat your suda there? I don't know. You need that area on Shabbos. The bench is blocking you. So you're allowed to pick up the bench because there is a heter to carry something. If sarach I don't need this bench for anything. There's nothing inherently wrong with this bench. Um, I need the area that the bench is. So I'm allowed to pick up the bench. Once I'm allowed to pick up the bench, then I'm allowed to put it under the weak part of the roof because anyways, I'm carrying it and um, that's the that's what the Gemara is answering all these questions any of these c- cases in which we say you're going to take a Klee for something that's mukta, since Rav Yosef holds that, uh, that a Klee may only be taken for the purpose of something that is mutter. any time where Bryce is going to say that a Klee is taken for something that's Aser, we have to say that, that Bryce is talking about Tzarek Mokkeima that the area that the Klee was on, you needed for your own purposes and therefore you are allowed to pick it up in the first place and once you're allowed to pick it up in the first place you can you can do whatever you'd like with it. Tashama. We have a bryce that says, <speaking in Hebrew> that a, whether the a, a, an egg was born on Shabbos, whether an egg was born on Yantif, you may not take the egg to cover a cle or to support the one of the bedposts, you had an uneven bed, so you wanted to put the egg there. We see clearly, there's a kashram of Yosef. we see that you can put a clee on top of the egg in order that the egg doesn't break so that nobody steps on the egg. So my answer is, again, we can answer that one very simply. You needed the place where this clee, let's say this bowl was sitting, on the counter, you needed that space on the counter for something, so you, you pick up the Klee. Once you pick up the Klee, you're allowed to use it to cover this egg. Toshima, we have another by per, per, person, Machatzel, Sagabi, You may spread out a, um, a, a mat, okay, or a screen on top of stones, Bishabis. Now, Rashi explains that these are stones that um, are prone to get waterlogged, okay, they'll either get yamachu, they'll get, uh, you know, worn out. Or they'll they no longer be usable, uh, you know, g- good stones usable to build anything after they get waterlogged. Okay, so either way, you, but you're clearly, s- you're spreading out this mat to save the stones. And the stones are something that aren't allowed. Stones are moks on Shabbos. We're talking about stones that are used. These are uh, wiping stones. In those days, they did not have toilet paper. And um, so they would wipe with the stones. They're wiping stones. The chazayim le'beis say they're, they're used for the beis say, and therefore they, these are not maksa stones. Those, when the bais has said, you're allowed to cover the stones. And a the mats, they're talking about stones that you're allowed to carry. I have another Levainim. on top of bricks. You, you can cover up the bricks again. Beshabis, that, and these are bricks that if they would get waterlogged, they wouldn't be chazi le'bein, they wouldn't be good for building anymore, for construction. And therefore we see... That you, it's a kasher of yosef. How could you say you're in clean, uh, that you can only take something for something that, that you can only take a kli for the purpose of something which is allowed to be carried. These bricks are not allowed to be carried on Shabbos. Gemara says, no, it's not true. These bricks are fine. These are leftover from the building. They're leftover construction materials. They are, they are able to be used as, uh, to sit on them as a chair, so therefore, um, they are not So These bricks are not moksa, and that's why you're allowed to cover them up with a mat. Toshima. We have another brace, another, another kasha, person, machatzelos agabe kiveres. You can spread a, a mat or a cover on top of a honeycomb. Agabe kiveres devoirim On top of a honeycomb bishabis. B'chama and we're going to understand this in the summer because of the heat and in the rainy season because of the rain. So we see as long as you are not, you don't have in mind to trap the bees inside of the honeycomb, you are allowed to cover up the honeycomb. Is it just me, but David, it sounds like the heat cutting out. Uh, I can move further away. I don't know. Does anybody I don't know if anybody else was hearing the same thing. Okay, I'll try it. Everybody else is on mute, so... All right, let me know if... Uh, well, where did you lose me? By the... By this last case, person also Gabby Kivaris. Okay, let me just, I'm going to check my internet connection. I haven't ha- had any problem hearing him. It's been, it's been clear. Okay. Oh, okay. Then it's just okay. Sorry. Okay, Toshima personal Kivaris. You can spread a mat over the honeycomb of Gabby Kivaris Devarim. Devarim. Uh, on a honeycomb, right, a honeycomb of bees, Beshabis. B'chama in the, we're understanding this right now is in the summer season, M'Pnei But in the rainy season, M'Pnei so you want to protect the honey that's in it, as long as you don't have in mind to trap the bees, trapping is an Isra Shabbos, so what we're saying is, um, that you are allowed to, even though, what are you doing here, you're protecting the, the, the honey inside of the honeycomb, which we're assuming is going to be Muktzah, anyway. So the Gemara says, you know, What are we talking about? The ikadvash that these are not empty honeycombs. This is not a hive, an empty hive. There is honey in there, and therefore the the honey is chazi. It's not mukta. So you are able to take the honey on Shabbos, and um, therefore you are taking this machatelus this to protect the honey, which isn't mukta. Okay, that makes sense. In the summer, the divash, Then in the summer, there is honey there. I be my second sham leka devash in the rainy season when there's no honey inside the inside the hive, So why are you allowed to be parson? We said parson as well that even in the rainy season, and there is no honey in the rainy season. So the Mara says it's for the two chalas. So basically, they used to leave two loaves, so to speak, of honey inside of the hive that the uh, bees used to use to sustain themselves. You wanted to keep the bees there so they would produce more honey in the summer season so they would leave two uh, loaves of honey. And for those two loaves, if you're leaving them for the bees for the entire raisins, rainy season, then those two loaves of honey are also mukta are also, uh, because you're leaving them for the bees. So Gemara says to Chashabalayu that you said, like, if you want them, you'll take them. You're leaving them there, but if you were in need of honey, then you'll take them. For acta Gemara, my, You want to say that if you did not have in mind to take those loaves. So again, we're talking about in the rainy season, you're allowed to spread a mat because you left the loaves there for the bees, these two loaves of honey, for them to eat. But... Um, and you had in mind that if you decided you wanted to use these loaves for yourself, you would use them. But if you would not have in mind, it would be us, or Ihachi, that which we said in the Brysa. We said you can. We said to make sure or not to be, right? you can still come to Isser. So when we wanted to get a case of where you can, get, where you can come to Isser, why did we have to say a case of a that you don't have a mind to trap them. Lift When are you allowed to be parson? parsed, to spreading a mat, to a cover over the hive, is when you had in mind to use these loaves. But when you did not have in mind, it would be also. So if we were trying to find a case in which you have to, what you have to be careful about, why do we have to come to say, oh, be careful not to spread, not to have in mind to trap the bees? let's just say be careful that you have in mind to take the honey, because otherwise you're doing it for, for something that is not able to be taken on Shabbos. And like Rav Yosef explained, uh, wanted to explain our Mishnah, that enkli el L'Davar So the Gemara answers, ha'kamash Malan, we're saying, afopi shekhi even though you had in mind to take the loaves, Vachli la'isqabin that don't think that as long as you wanted to take the loaves, you could do whatever you want that you're going to be in the clear, that even though you had in mind, the Bryce is coming to tell you that even though you had in mind to take the loaves, you could still run into problems. And that is, if you try to trap the bees in there, keep them in there, right, again, it sounds logical. If you only left the loaves in there to sustain the bees, now, if you're going to remove the loaves, the bees are going to go away. So the Gemara is saying is, okay, fine, you want to take your dvash, no problem. You want to protect your dvash, no problem, but um, you have a mind to take them, but but you cannot spread the mat there uh, to keep the bees inside of the hive. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. Money. Who is this case? Okay. When we talked about um, we talked about this case of 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 being paris to spread a mat over the beehive. What is the issue of trapping? Money. E Shimin, if it's rib shimon less than muksa. He doesn't hold the muksa in the first place. Okay. So why this braisa wouldn't make any sense in ribshimin at all. So who, who, I want to know who is the author of this bryasa. Rab wouldn't hold the muktzah at all. So we wouldn't care whether you had it in mind, whether or not. I Yehuda, and if it's rabi Yehuda, kilei miskaven mayhava. Who cares? Why did the bryasa use the Lashon of saying, u'vachla l'otsud? She have a mind to trap, which would mean the, the mashmas is that if you ended up trapping the bees, even though you didn't intend to, it would be fine. I, I, Rabbi Yehuda, Kilo That doesn't help you. Hadavashayna Miskavin, Asr, Rabbi Yehuda, famous Shita in Shabbos, that a Darvashayna Miskavin is going to be Aser. So why would the Brysa say, It should have said, As long as you don't trap the bees, you're going to be fine. Miskavin, that is Shita Rabbi Yehuda. I'm sorry, Miskavin, Rabbi Yehuda is, again, the first part of the Brysa is talking about a problem it sounds like a muksa issue. You can't spread the mat unless you, it's something that is, unless uh, um, Parson, we sorry, we said you can't spread the mat, and we had to explain this, Bryce, as talking about something, we're talking about, we're inside the beehive, there's honey, or these chalas that you have, chalas that you left, but either way, that it's something that could be taken on Shabbos. And then we say, so it sounds like there, we, we're explaining that as a mukta to get around the muktsa issue, so it can't be Rav Shimon, because Rav Shimon doesn't hold muktsa as a problem at all. And then we said, actually yiskavin Lotzud, as long as you don't have a mind, which doesn't, doesn't jive with Rabbi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda holds, it doesn't matter. It should have said Uvachla, yis- uh, Uvachla y- as long as you do not trap. So the Gemara says, La'elam Rabbi Yehuda. Really, the price is Rabbi Yehuda. And my Uvachla yiskavin Lotzud, what does it mean when the B'risa says, Shal Yisqavin Lotzud, Shal suda? Don't make it like a trap. The, meaning don't don't trap them. Meaning the make sure to leave enough space, so that they do not get trapped on their own. And therefore, when we said it was almost like Lav on the Kavana. What we're saying is don't make a trap. Ravashi Yamar, he learns it a little bit differently. He says, "You don't have to come onto this whole thing of chalis devash of the cakes, uh, you know, of, of honey that we le- left in there." He says, "No, we're really this honey in there the entire time." Are we talking about being moist in the summer season and the winter season? The Baiser doesn't say summer season, winter season. It says, "When it's sunny, you're spreading a mat to protect the, the devash from the sun." When it's raining. You're trying to protect it from the rain. Katani, right? It says it doesn't say the summers, summer and winter. And what are we talking about? Nisan, we're talking about in Nisan. So we're talking about in the springtime, or in the fall time. We are all three, there is still honey. In the spring, there could be honey. In the fall, there could be honey. You're right. In the rainy season, there's no honey. But in the spring or the fall, there could be honey. And in the spring or the fall, it could be sunny. And it could be rainy. And therefore, that's why you're spreading it. So anyway, <clears throat> we've now answered that, Brysa. Like we said, we had, <clears throat> we basically had, to summarize so far, three shitas. We had Rabbah explaining Rav Chista and Rev Yosef that both held in kli nittal, that a kli cannot be taken on Shabbos except for something that is motor to take on Shabbos, with the only difference between Reb and Reb arguing on whether hatsala metsuya. The Reb Chista said you can cover something with a kli. Reb said you. Uh, I'm sorry. Reb said you can't. Reb Yisuf said that you um, a, a kli. He had a hard and fast rule and clean el and then we had. Um, he, who argued on Rav Chispa, Who said that you are able to take for hatsala metsuya? You are able to take a kli to let's say cover an egg because that is considered a normal, um, normal hatsala, a normal case of occurrence where you might need to use the kli. Amr, Amr Le-Rav Shishis, Rav Sheshes says, "Go tell Rav Yitzchak." The Rav Huna already explained, like you in Bavel. That in other words, that you cannot take a kli for hatsala metsuya on something that is not able to be taken on Shabbos, you can only take it for something that is nitol b'shabbos, the Huna, Avhuna. Avhuna says, You can make a mechitza partition for a mace for a chai. We'll have to explain what this means. You can't make a mechitza for, for a mace. You can't make a covering for a mace for a dead person. Maihi. What's what's going on here? Mari. That uh Rabbi Hudabar Shmuel, Huda Shmuel and Sheila explained, Sheila Murray explained the following case. Mesa Motubakama, let's say you had a dead person who's lying in the sunlight, okay, and they're decomposing. Adam, two people can come They can come to keep the mace company. They can lava the mace. If it gets hot on the bottom, they can no longer sit on the floor. What do they do? maybe This one brings a bed, and he sits on the mitah. They're each sitting, they each sit on one side of the mace. He brings a bed and sits on it. And the person on the other side of the mace brings a bed and he sits on it. Now the sun's beating down on them. So what do they do? Maybe They could bring a mat. Okay, they bring this big mat. Person aleem, and they, they put it over themselves so the two chayim, the two living people who are each on different sides of the mace are bringing this mat to protect themselves. They're using it as shade and they hold it up over their head. Now, what happens? Now one person wants to leave. So what does he do? give He turns his bed, you know, uh, uh, right side up. Vin right? He doesn't want to leave it angled. So he, he was holding it above his head. He was holding this machatzelis above his head. He was sitting on a bed. So now what does he do? He turns his bed uh, right side up and he drapes the mat over his bed and he he goes away. He leaves it and he goes. And the second guy. And what happens now? They made this mechitza for themselves and Rashi explains the reason they did it in this way with the bed on the bottom and then on the top. And then we have to make sure we're avoiding oil. We wanted to make sure that we're not making an oil on Shabbos. So it's not, we're not making a tent on Shabbos. So it was done in a way to avoid those complications. What we're basically saying is, the real, what we really wanted to do here was you wanted to take a machatzelas, a mat, to cover the mace, right? To block the sunlight, the direct sunlight to the mace so that it won't, it won't decompose. But you, you, what we said here is that you are not allowed to do that just like, and, and that's what Rav Shatius said to Rav Yitzchak. He said, Rav, Rav Huna, when Rav Huna taught what you should do in regards to this case, he said, You can't bring a, a mat for the mace because uh, a mace is muktzah; It's not able to be, a mace, a dead body is not able to be taken on Shabbos, like we'll see in a second. Not able to be taken on Shabbos. And therefore, you can't bring a machatzelas because we said, like Rav Shatius says, el ha, el, el, el only for something that is able to be carried on Shabbos. And therefore, he said that the only way to protect the mace is to do this roundabout way where each one person sits on one side, one person sits on the other side, and you bring the mat for the lo- living people, and then they could leave, and by default it'll end up there. From the fact that he had to come up with this roundabout solution, it meant he must have held that it's us to take a mat for a dead person. Itmar. Mace hamoto Bahama, If you have a dead body that's lying in the sun, Rabbi Yehuda amr shmuel, mimita lamita, you can roll it from... So you can't pick up the base. But what you're allowed to do is you're allowed to roll it. You're allowed to turn over the bed, right? Flip the bed onto another bed. And then that bed onto another bed. And then that bed onto another bed. And uh, it's, you're doing it with a shinoi. We'll see. It's called tiltamanatsad. And therefore, you can... Um, Shmuel holds. You can do what's called tiltamanatsad, You can move it as, with a shinoi. Rav chanina bar the mishmei derav. So mishmei Rav. we're saying rav holds. No, me kikar oitenek that what you do is you put on the bed, the same bed that has the mace lying on it, you put a loaf of bread or a child, and then you're allowed to lift up the bed because there's a kikar or a child that's on the bed. So you're, you're carrying the, the bed for the purposes of the kikar or the child. And the fact that the mace gets transported along with it is not a problem. So the Gemara says, if there is a, you have a loaf of bread or a child in which to do this with, koli yama le then of course, everyone's going to hold if you have something that you're allowed to take and you can put it on the bed. That is the preferred method. Everyone holds it, that's butter. Ki to lesle, where you don't have a tinnik or a kikar, you have nothing to put on this bed in which to, if an heter, to move this bed. So, umar sabar, tilto menatzad, Rav holds that moving it with a shinoi tilto menatzad, moving it with a shinoi is called tilto, meaning it's still going to be usur. And therefore, he held that you couldn't do it. He said, if you have the kikoratinik, then you can move the bed, the, the bed that the mace is on, agav the kikuratinik. If you don't have it, then you can't. Umar Saver lo And Shmuel holds it's not called tilto, that he holds that it. it's mutter, to um, do what's called tilto which means to move something that is mukta with a shinoi let's say that this is like a that it says in you may not save a mace, a dead body from burning in a fire so there's a fire there and there's a dead body next to the fire so you can't, let's say run into a house that's on fire to save a dead body I heard I, I heard that you are allowed to hey chidami Ike, so, if there is a kikoratinic, mightana tamakama. Why would the tamakama say you can't? We said that if there's a kikoratinic, that if there's a loaf of bread or a child, that you can put it on the bed and carry the bed based on that. De leka, so, the Maita review the melakish. Then, what would be the review melakish? El alav must be that the fact that we're having this mafaykes, Pligi, they're arguing about whether you can take something, you can move something that is mukta with a shinoi. The marsh Tiltamanat Shme Total. Tanakama holds. Uh I'm sorry, the Lakish holds uh, okay, sorry. The Tanakamah holds Tiltamanat Shme Tiltl, and therefore in Mace, you can't move the mace, even if you do it in uh with a Shinoi. Umar Savar Lish Shmeit Tiltl, and Rihudomalakh said it's not considered mukzah it's not considered tiltal, it's not a problem of muzzah, and therefore you are. So Mars says no. That is that Brysa, is a different case. Maybe everybody holds that it is called tiltal, meaning it's mukzah to carry even with a shinoi, it's mukzah to move this mace. I so why does your malakish say that you can move the mace? al Since a person is bahol, right? A person goes crazy, they get emotionally crazy. About their dead relative lying there, oh my god he's going to burn, right, so Elo Sharisley, if we don't allow him to move it, normally you 're right, Muksa is a problem, but in order to prevent Elo Sharisle also the you 're going to go put out the fire because you see you know if, if you see your uh your your, your, your grandfather burning about the body about to burn, so you 're going to go put out the fire on Shabbos. So, therefore the Rabbanon said better that you should go ahead. And move the body, even though it's an Isidra, tiltmanatil, like we're saying, that it is a problem. It is called it is called tilted, it is asr to move, it is mukta. Yet, we wanted to make sure you weren't going to go ahead and put out the fire and do a, an Yisr daraisa. Ben When it comes to the case of a mace, is who says that you are able to move, meaning even if we say Total Shmei that there is such a problem in Moktza, that when it comes to uh, the case of the dead body, like the Bryce has said, like Rabbi said, since we don't, we want to make sure that you're not going to mistakenly move you're not, going to, you're not going to mistakenly move. Um, uh, I'm sorry. You're not going to mistakenly put out the fire. We allow you to move the body and and be over on on the iser of being methalto mukta. So just to summarize, we had in the Mishnah I just sent out. Um, we said that you can't put a clee under the shemen dripping oil. We said that shemen is Moktza. We had two reasons. En nitol El You can only take a Kli for either something that is able to be taken or it's also Mavato Mekli that by um, putting the Kli under the oil, the Kli will no longer be able to be used on Shabbos and therefore you're being mavatal the usability of the Kli. We had Rav According to the way Rabbah said that in klee nittle el nittol, except for Hatsalomitsuya, which is why Rachista held that you were able to put the klee. Um put the klee on top of a beah, which is not able to be taken on Shabbos, but not under the egg, because that we said is not considered Hatsall And so too the, the dripping shemen is not considered uh Hatsalomitsuya, and therefore you would not be able to put a klea. Uh, under light for that, we asked questions from Chavish and Nishbar, or the kli under the nair, or Keifin on nair, that you put the kli on top of the nair to prevent the house from burning, or that you can be seimich the beam, you use a kli, or the or the bucket under the under the dripping roof, and we answered that all those were cases of metsuya. We said it was a new house, it was a new beam, it was a new barrel, it was uh, right. We had all those reasons. Rav Yasef had another reason. <coughs> Another reason for Havchisle, he said, Asu kli like we said. Um, <clears throat> and therefore, that is why you're allowed to put the, he wanted to say, that's why you're allowed to put the kli on top of the beya, but not under it. And then we asked all those questions again. We said, uh, from the chavish and ishbar we said the Tevel is muchan, kli under the nair. we said, we said supporting the beam, we said we're talking about it's a weak beam, weak beam, not a, not a broken beam. We said the clee under the under the delaf the one the, the rain that's dripping in. We said that it's l'shtiya, it's able to be drunken, and therefore uh, these are all things that would not be traditional muks. So you're taking the kli for something where you theoretically can still use the kli on Shabbos. And uh, we explained the and sal that uh, for the to, that we use as a step for the birds to get in and out of the coop, that we said it is mutter to be metalto. The Rab Yitzchok said, okay, and the Rabyitzkh argument argued and he said that you may not uh, put a kli on top of a beya, uh, on top of an egg, because he held ain't kli, Elder by nittl, vashabbos, no exceptions. Whereas Rabba learned there was an exception of Rav Chista, uh, whereas Rav Chista learned, according to Rabba, that there was an exception th- for something that's Hatzal Matsuya you can't take a kli for something that is can normally occur. He, Rav Yitzchak held, no, blanket rule, can't take a kli, um for a beya that's, that uh, you, can't, you can't take a cleat unless it's for something that can be taken on Shabbos. And we asked all the questions that we had above right, all the all the brysas, and we said those were all cases where you took the kli, which is a a, a case where it's mutter to take the kli, and therefore, it's just a question of where you put it after you lifted up the kli. You need to lift the kli, and once you're lifting up the kli for your own purposes, for something that is mutter, you're allowed to put it to support the beam, to catch the, dri- the drip, uh, you know, to catch the wine from the, the the broken barrel, and all those cases. And then we asked, um, we asked, what about person machatzel san the mat on the stones, and we said because those are stones are roi, and machatzelus on the Venom for the bricks. We said those bricks are also the roi for sitting, and we talked about uh, that you can spread something to protect the the beehive, the, and we said that there is honey or that there's there's loaves of honey depending on which answer the gemara you had, um, and then Rav Sheshis came along and said that Rav Huna held like Rav Yitzchak, like we learned in the case of mace that he came up with this weird way he said that you couldn't just take a machatzel a mat and put it over the mace because the mace is muktza so he had this he, he learned that you, what you do is you have two people come and sit and, and they can get the roundabout way they can end up covering the mace but the point was that they were not able to take the mat and put it over the mace and then we said uh, that a mace if you have, if there's a mace lying in the sun that we said if there's a kik or a tinek then it's better, if, there, if there's a loaf or a tinik, it's better to take the loaf for the tinik and put it on the bed and then carry the bed that the mace is on, agav that. If there's not, we had a machlekes between Shmuel and Rav, um, whether you are allowed to what, do what's called tilto Menatzad, that Shmuel held Menatzad Loishme Tiltel, that it's not a problem. It's not going to be mukta. It's, all, it's It's a way out. And therefore, you can kind of flip the bed over, bed to bed, and move the mace that way. Rav Hel Tutoman Atzad Ishme Shmeh that's still gonna be Asir. And we tried to say that it was it was subject to Mahakh Sanayya, but we said that that's not true because that was a case of Matzil and Mesa of Nadaleko. We said there's another reason, even if you hold that Totluman Atzad Ishme Shmeitiltil, it's still gonna be Asir. That since the um, since Adam Bahal al-Mesa, that when you see your relative, uh, relative's dead body burning. That it's going. You're going. To, we're afraid. There we were concerned that you might come to put out the fire and do an isadaraisa. So we allowed you to be metal to the body there.